0: Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors.
1: Now for our story. This morning, Del Shipley had slept late as was her custom since the Golden Peacock, her Chicago nightclub, demanded her time into the small hours. Now Del is lying back on the divan in her apartment above the club. Her amply curved body is wrapped in a comfortable robe, and she is waiting for a telephone call to go through to her friend, Aunt Mary Lane in Wakefield. After a moment, she hears Aunt Mary's warm, friendly voice.
2: Hello? Is that you, Dale? Yeah,
0: how'd you guess?
2: Well, you're the only person who's very likely to call us from Chicago.
0: How are you, Dale? Oh, pretty good, Mary.
2: Just pretty good? Oh,
0: you know me. I'm always a little sour on the world in the morning. But I guess that wouldn't mean much to you folks out there. You get up while it's still dark.
2: (laughs) Practically. But then we go to bed with the chickens.
0: Oh, golly. Sometimes I think it must be swell to live that sort of a life.
2: Oh, I don't know, Dale. You'd probably be bored stiff. But when are you coming down to visit us? A couple of days of it wouldn't hurt you, you know.
0: Well, that's what I phoned you about. I figured I can get down there next weekend if it's okay by you.
2: Oh, yes, that'll be fine. We're all looking forward to seeing you.
0: (laughs) Yeah. When you say we, you're not including Lefty by any chance.
2: Well, you know how that stands, Dale. I don't have to remind you that... Lefty can be very stubborn. Yeah,
0: I'm a dope to even ask. At my age, I ought to know better anyway. (laughs) But I guess women never learn, do they?
2: No, they don't. Thank goodness.
0: Oh, you're wonderful, Mary. The eternal optimist. Well,
2: you'd be surprised how often optimism works out.
0: Yeah, I guess I would be. Anyway, I'll be seeing you next week. Fine. In the meantime... About Lisa. Oh,
2: yes, Del. I've been thinking about that girl so much these last few days.
0: I know, Mary. I should have called you sooner, but you know how I am, always putting things off.
2: Well, that's all right, Del. I know how busy you are. But I have been worried because, you know, the last time we talked, you said she wasn't going over so well at the club.
0: I know I did, and she wasn't. But I promised you I'd keep her on, and I have.
2: Well, I wasn't worried about that, Del. I knew you'd do what you said. Is she any better?
0: Well, I'll tell you, Mary, as I said before, something seems to be eating that girl. She's gotten quite a bit better as far as the show goes. But the thing is, she could be terrific if she'd get on to herself. I don't know. Something's holding her back.
2: Yes. If only...
0: Yeah, if only what? That's what I'm wondering.
2: Well, I tell you, we'll talk about it when you get down here next week. I only have a feeling about it. Almost what you'd call a hunch.
0: Well, I sure would like to know. Lily's been working on it, too. She's been doing her level best, but so far, nothing much has happened that I know of. I'm going to talk to her sometime today, probably.
2: You know, Del, uh, Lisa's husband is in Chicago somewhere. I know. I'd rather hope that, well, that they might get together, perhaps be reconciled. I wish you could do something.
0: Well, Mary, lily has been giving me the same routine. But as I told her, I hate to mess around with other people's love affairs. <laughs> Besides, I'm not much of a success story myself, you know. Oh, now, Dell.
2: <laughs> you know very well it's not entirely your fault Lefty feels the way he does.
0: Mm, maybe not, but that's cold comfort. Well.
2: I realize that, my dear. But never you mind. Someday we'll get that straightened out, too.
0: I'm not so sure, but I do hope you're right. A big dope. <laughs> Well, he is, darn it. I wish I could knock some sense into him.
2: Now, you know, that's not the way to handle Lefty. you have to give him plenty of rope.
0: Listen, Mary, that guy's had enough rope to tow the Queen Mary into harbor.
2: <laughs> well, just the same. You wait and see.
0: Okay, I'm waiting.
2: Oh, well, by the way, this call must be costing you a fortune. Oh,
0: shucks, Mary, a couple of dollars. It's only one of my few luxuries calling you up and beefing about things.
2: All right, then, if you're sure... But, Del, uh, before I hang up, will you do the very best you can about Lisa and her husband? I know somehow that she wants to go back to him. It might make all the difference in the world if you could just get her to talk to you. Please, Del.
0: Oh, Okay, Mary. I don't know why I ever try to hold out against anything you want. I always wind up by giving in. You will, then? Yeah. I will, if I can.
2: Oh, Dale, I'm so glad. Well, we'll see you next week, then, and you can tell me how you made out.
0: Yeah. See you later, Mary.
2: Goodbye, and thanks for everything, Dale. I do appreciate it so much.
0: Oh, forget it. Goodbye. Bye. Oh, that Mary. She must be the babe who sold the refrigerator to an Eskimo.
3: Dale, may I come in?
0: Well, sure. Come in, Lily.
3: Hi. Well, you're looking mighty relaxed.
0: Oh, don't let it fool you, kid. I'm really
3: tied up in knots. How come? Oh, I don't know. For one thing, I just talked to Mary Lane. Well, don't tell me that's what's upset you. Aunt Mary is usually what you'd call a soothing influence. Yeah, I know, but I got to thinking about Lefty. I get so riled when I think about that guy. Honestly, Dell, you've been carrying the torch for Lefty Larson for I don't know how long. And it doesn't do you a bit of good. Why don't you forget him? There are plenty of guys around here who'd go for you in a big way if you'd give them a chance. They're looking in him, too. I know. I'm crazy, I guess. But I thought you were the gal who was always in there pitching for true love. How come the sour note all of a sudden? Uh, I've just changed my mind, that's all. Oh? Yeah. I've decided that love is just a word they use in the movies or something. Outside of that, it doesn't mean a thing. Say, what's with you this morning? I'm old and tired. For the love of Mike, I wish you'd tell me what's causing all the gloom. I'm going to.
0: It's that Lisa. Lisa? Well, that's funny. Aunt Mary and I were just talking about her. She wants me to try and get Lisa and her husband together. Oh, she does. <laughs> oh, brother, that's good. Well, what's so funny? She seems to think Lisa's in love with the guy, and if they could see each other, all Lisa's problems would start to melt away. Oh, sure. That's
3: what I thought. But it didn't work. Well, now, wait a minute. You mean they did see each other already? They saw each other all right. Little Cupid Devon fixed it all up. The lover's friend. That's me. Only I've resigned from duty. From here in, I'm keeping my little pink nose strictly out of other people's business. Well, what happened? What went wrong? Lisa gave him the brush off, that's all. Boy, did I ever feel silly. After getting him all steamed up, too. Oh, really? you must be mistaken. Aunt Mary seems to think that they... Well, all I know is what people tell me. And Lisa and Lance both told me the whole thing was a flop. Oh, I'll be darned. That's kind of screwy. It sure is. But it's so. Lance has been coming here almost every night, just staying for Lisa's act. I got wind of it from Doris. I got interested when she told me this guy got all hot and bothered when she told him she didn't think much of Lisa's dancing. Funny Doris would say a thing like that. Uh, don't worry, I... I stopped her clock. Well, anyway, I got to talking to him. He was Lisa's husband, all right. And I could tell he was still nuts about it. So, of course, I had to stick my neck out. Well, what'd you do? Oh, I gave him a big song and dance about how I knew Lisa was crazy about him, too. Uh, he got all excited at that. So, to cut a long story short, he went to see her yesterday. Oh, lovey-dovey. Poor guy. He must have got quite a shock. You mean she cut him cold? Uh, just about. Uh, I don't know what they said to each other. All I know is I thought everything would be moonlight and roses, so I go out and buy a lot of stuff and thought we'd have a little party to celebrate the glad news. And uh, there wasn't any party? Oh, see, there wasn't. I met Lance on his way out, looking as if somebody just hit him over the head with something heavy. Kind of stunned. And was he mad? So it, at Oh, no. He was sore at me for giving him a bum steer. He seemed to think it was my idea of a funny joke or something. So he beat it. And when I went upstairs, Lisa as much as told me I should have minded my own business. No. Well, sounds like you took quite a beating. I did. That's why I wanted to tell you about it. After that sob story I gave you the other day about trying to find out what's eating Lisa... I wanted to tell you, if you take my advice, you'll remain strictly hands-off.
1: Lily's story certainly didn't tie in with Aunt Mary's idea that Lisa Fenner was still in love with her husband, Lance, and Aunt Mary had asked Dell to try to do something about it. Well, if Lily were right, Dell thought, she'd probably be wasting her time. But if only you knew it, Dell. Aunt Mary is right. Lisa Fenner does love her husband, but is afraid to tell him so. Afraid to tell them about their child, the baby she relinquished to Kip Mead.